I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We continue our study of Jonah's magnificent God, today looking at chapter 2, verses 3 through 6. God's power can be seen in his creation and control over the mighty sea. Have you ever stood and watched the waves of the ocean beat against the shorelines? The ocean is so powerful, so mysterious, so overwhelming, it's, it's almost scary. Now Jonah prayed out of the fish's belly, and he prayed, Thou hast cast me into the deep, in the midst of the seas, and the floods compassed me about, and all thy billows and thy waves passed over me. Who alone has the power to create an ocean? Who alone can create a storm in an instant? Jonah recognized God's power and control over the stormy waves and overpowering whitecaps and surfs. He even assigned a personal possessive pronoun to them in his prayer to God, all your waves and all your billows. Actually, there are a number of times in Scripture where we see the great power of God as he creates, controls, and calms storms at sea. After fleeing Egypt, the children of Israel were pursued by the great Pharaoh and his invincible army. The Israelites, knowing they were about to die, cried out to the Lord. What did God do to the Red Sea that day that protected his people, punished the Egyptians, and demonstrated his unmatched almighty power over creation? Well, you know what he did. Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. And obviously God brought the waters together to the point where Israel was safe and all the Pharaoh's armies, including the horses, were destroyed. In Mark 4, there arose a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship so it was full. And Jesus was in the back part of the ship asleep on a pillow. And they woke him and said, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. And he said to them, Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? And they feared exceedingly and said one to another, What manner of man is this, that even the wind and the sea obey him? Now also remember how Jesus demonstrated his power over the sea in Matthew 14, where the ship was in the midst of the sea, tossed with the waves, and the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw Jesus walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is his fear, or they thought it was a ghost. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spoke to them, said, Be of good cheer, tie, be not afraid. Only an almighty, all-powerful God can control an ocean. The Lord on high is mightier than the noise of many waters, yea, than the mighty waves of the sea. Paul and Barnabas were mistaken for the Greek god Zeus and Hermes because of the true God using them to heal a crippled man from birth. Their defense was one that he served the one true God who was the creator of all things, including the heaven, the earth, the sea, and all things that are in them. Jeremiah wrote of God proving his omnipotence over creation, even the tides of the ocean. Do you not fear me, says the Lord? Will you not tremble at my presence who has placed the sand as the bound of the sea by the perpetual decree that it pass not beyond it. And those waves tossed to and fro, they cannot prevail, though they roar. They cannot pass over it. Do you know anyone who can walk on water? Have you ever met someone who could simply make the wind stop howling by speaking to it? Who do you know that can tell the ocean to stop at its coastline and not come any closer? 
Since God creates and controls the ocean, should he not have the right to control our lives? God is not interested in building a church of robots that obey his every command because they have to. He is interested in created beings, us, obeying him because we want to. We should never be afraid that God is going to make us do something we hate. God's grace not only gives us the power to do his will, but also the desire to obey him. Submitting to God's total control is the only way to experience God's best for our lives. If he can create and control an ocean and every living creature in it, he certainly has the power to direct our lives for our best and his glory. So have you ever surrendered your life to God? Are you willing to go to the mission field, to be a music or youth pastor, to be a Christian school teacher, a pastor? Each time you look at the ocean, you should be reminded of God's magnificent power and be the first in line to allow your all-powerful God to completely control your life. Here, time's up for today, but I hope you enjoyed our meditation, and I hope that you remember that the Lord made today, and what do we need to do? We need to be glad. We need to rejoice, and I hope that you have a good day.